to the pod. Welcome back to Theory and Theology. It's been a while since I've posted on here. Um, I'm in the middle of driving, but I've got a, a little bit of a moral dilemma. Maybe it's not too big of a deal. Um, but I kind of just want to talk about it because I think it's interesting. Something that just came up. Something that just came up. Um, I'm at a gas station, headed closer to my to my place. Because uh, as we all know. Uber Eats likes to send me all the way out to Compton and I don't live in Compton. So it's kind of weird that it always sends me out here, but that's how we roll. So there's not really too much I can do with that. But I'm going to try and do what I can here. Um, I don't understand what we're doing. Alright, am I turning right? Am I turning left? Like, what the heck is going on? Alright, I think it's trying to get me to turn left. This is a disaster. Once I get rolling, I'll I'll start talking about what I'm trying to say. It's just... Uh, um, I'm just kind of winding down. Headed toward my area to a McDonald's location that has a restroom. Cause the one near me didn't have a restroom. So let me let me give you some backstory. So we're hitting the road now. But let me get you some backstory here. Um so I'm driving deliveries, right? It's typical. Sunday. It's not like anything fancy. You know, I start from home. It's like 11.55 and, you know, I keep it on to like 12.05 or something and I'm like, okay, it's been 10 minutes. I'm sitting at home. I'm ready to rock and roll. Let me just, you know, hit the road and see if I get more deliveries. Now, mind you, I'm trying to come up with a better strategy because what I usually end up doing is driving and driving and driving and then usually finally by the time I get all the way um to like El Camino College and then a little past there over to Compton you know that's where I start getting orders and I usually start at about 10 10 30 and there's some places near my spot near my house where I almost always get orders from the same place um but I've I've already got a suspicion that there's something with this algorithm here um that sends me to Compton and I'm I kind of joke with my friends about it but I might talk about that later I I 
let's not fit that all into this episode. Um, or maybe I'll put it at the end, but basically, you know, that's the backstory. I'm trying to get a better system down because what I usually end up doing is driving and driving and driving. And then because it's not peak hours, like 10 o'clock, 1030, it's not peak hours. So usually I get an order around 1030 or 1045. And then we roll into about the 11 o'clock range and I start getting more and more orders up until one, maybe two o'clock. Like if we talk weekdays or whatever, that's usually how it normally goes for the lunch rush. So it's not anything like rocket science. It's not, you know, you can leave your phone on all day and just sit home and like wait for orders to come in. But there's an area near me that's really hilly that I don't really like to drive in and I don't get good reception. So sometimes if, you know, my map starts like flipping out all over the place, it's annoying. Or if, you know, certain customers want you to like call them when you get to their door or whatever, and then my phone might not be working properly. So this is one of the situations that just comes with the territory, you know, just kind of having to know know kind of what you're getting into when you're driving there's always I'm not trying to be negative about it but you know there's little things that come up that's like it's not like like you wouldn't really think about it or know like how to kind of strategize around certain things so that's the reason why it doesn't always help me to start in my area uh, because then there's the risk of them taking me up into the hills and stuff and then I end up being like you know, having a risk of my phone being all weird and then like it's hard to find customers so I have to be like driving all to like some weird area to get like better reception and then hoping that it works and the the roads are windy up there too so it's kind of like, you know, it's easy to just be driving around Um, and I try to avoid that process of just driving all over freaking town. So, but I don't mind it. I like it. Um, Right now I'm kind of in pit stop mode, kind of paused so I can drive closer to my area because it took me all the way out here again and so you know I'm driving I'm driving you know not really like I basically from the time I left my house that closest place that always that always gives me orders you know like you know by the time I'm pulling off of my street it's already I'm like right in front of it and then the order comes in so I have to kind of loop around you know because you know how LA is people don't let you in and like if you're right on a certain corner like if you're not on the right corner I would have had to like cross a bunch of lanes and it was like one or two driveways away and I'm like there's no way I'm gonna get over there so I basically just went around the block for the most part made a little u-turn situation because I know the area it's where I live so I'm like whatever I get one order right near me I go and uh you know pick it up deliver it no problem the next one I get is also near that one Uh, it's at a Starbucks I pick it up I deliver it no problem the next order takes me to a pizza joint near me it's a normal pizza chain like you know how you have like Domino's pizza it's one of those types of pizza chains that they're everywhere right now it's also near my house you know it's like in the same in the same region as the first restaurant that first gave me that first order right when I was pulling off my block 
And so I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'm actually getting orders like kind of like within like a three, four mile radius like of delivery. So that's cool. Lo and behold, that freaking one order at the pizza place had two orders stacked in it. So for one person, they got like three small boxes for, I don't know what was in it. And then the, the second person got one uh, order and I had to wait a few minutes, like four or five minutes. I had to wait and they told me like they were just waiting on one of the, one of the three boxes for the one person that had three. And then that single box was available already for that second person. And lo and behold, that three, the three boxes were going to all the way to the border of Gardena, which is near Compton. And then of course the second order goes to Compton, right? I don't know this because I'm, you know, like you can't really see exactly where you're delivering when you, when you like, I'm driving. So it's like, I'm not trying to be like in my phone. Like, I think you can look in there and find it. I think but I from what it usually just shows you straight up is like the amount of time the amount of distance the expected um delivery time how many orders you're picking up and I was like cool it's like two pizza two pizza orders from one pizza place that's not a big deal right so I'm driving towards the first delivery it's like 25 minutes away right and I'm thinking in my head I'm thinking in my head I'm like how can I be the only person between here and like I think it was like 8.6 miles between here and 8.6 miles. I'm the only person who's driving Uber Eats delivery who can possibly be nearby a very familiar pizza. Like between my area of my neighborhood where this pizza place is and Compton, there's got to be at least eight, if not more pizza places. But I get it. They, they pick the one that you're near but I can tell you every single time I start driving, it always lands me in Compton. Always. And I'm like, this time I feel like it took it took me it took me all the way to freaking Compton. Like I wasn't even near Compton. I was nowhere near Compton. I wasn't in Compton. I was near my own neighborhood and it literally took me from within walking distance of my own house all the way to Compton. And I don't have, like, an issue with Compton itself. It's just, it's not near me. And, you know, I'm driving on the freeway. Like, I'm driving on the freeway to get back to my area because there's a McDonald's that has a restroom that I'm going to use kind of in the middle of my um, city, in the city that I live in, in L.A. And so I'm driving back towards that area. And I can almost guarantee you it's going to send me back to Compton again. So I almost you know but anyways that's not the moral dilemma the that's just a rant uh the moral dilemma that I kind of want to talk on here and you guys can tell me what you think because I still don't know what I think okay I'm still deciding I'm still deciding what I think about this and I think I'm getting on the wrong freeway but whatever we're here now so this is what we're doing um so I you know I'm driving on like near if you know LA I'm near I'm you know I'm driving going towards Compton and on the freeway entrance of like Sepulveda and the 110 freeway 
there's, you know, a car that's parked, you know, in the right turn lane. And, you know, there's two dudes who have, you know, they're next to a car kind of trying to flag people down. And I don't see this because I'm like a few cars back. And then once I realize, like once I'm the car that's right behind them, I'm like, oh, shoot. And there's a lady kind of like six feet behind the car that's kind of like trying to get people to roll down their windows so she can explain like, hey, can you help us with gas? We need some gas, you know, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm on my way to do Uber Eats deliveries. So I, I can't just like stop and like go get them gas and like because I don't really know that little area. And lo and behold, right around the corner, when I turn to get on the freeway, there's a there's an actual like Arco station right there. And I don't really think much of it. I'm just kind of like, okay, that sucks that they ran out of gas. I've had car issues recently and somebody helped me out. So I'm kind of like in a pay it forward mood. I'm literally driving around town making a few bucks. And so I'm like, it's not like I'm like dead broke and can't afford to like give five dollars to somebody like that's not gonna get you that far but it'll get most people at least 16 to 20 something miles you know like it'll hopefully get you close to home um but I'm like okay like that sucks that they ran out of gas but I'm like there's three of them you know there's the two men the one woman uh they have that red canister on top of their car and they're they're like at a at an area where there's a lot of traffic so I'm like someone's probably gonna help them someone's probably gonna help them out I don't know this for sure but I'm like I'm, I have faith that someone's gonna help these people you know like and I, so I don't feel I, I feel bad because I'm like maybe they're in a rush like maybe this really like screws up their day I hope they're okay like I I don't know them at all but I do hope for their well-being and everything and I'm like in my head I'm like okay I'm gonna do this delivery real quick and then come back and help them um don't think I don't think much of it you know uh, I drop off the first delivery in that Gardena area. I drop off the second delivery in Compton. And uh, as I'm done dropping off the delivery in Compton and I'm finding the gas station where I just started this episode recording from after I got some gas, as I'm, as I'm driving, you know, away from there, um, away from where I delivered in Compton, I see this other dude he's like a completely different person nowhere near these other people there's an arco or something some kind of gas station that's like blue um i think it's an arco or like a it looks like an it's just like it's got blue i don't i don't know um and i look at the prices it's really cheap it's like under five dollars a little like couple cents under five dollars so i'm like it's probably an arco or one of those really cheap stations but he's parked with his car outside of that gas station on the street with the canister on top of his car. One of those empty canisters, those red empty canisters to put gas on top of his car. I'm trying my best not to be judgmental because I do not know these people and I do not know the situation. Is this some kind of a new scam to not pay for gas? And I feel bad for even saying that because I'm like, maybe it's a coincidence that I saw I've never seen this before as much as I've been driving around I've never seen this before and the and it that kind of alerted me more because I'm like okay here's guy number two on the same day within not even 20 minutes later not even 15 minutes or 10 minutes later of, of driving distance away I see the second person doing the same thing and he's right in front of a gas station. So I'm like, 
okay, it's not like you ran out of gas, you need someone to help you refill it because you're so far. And then it kind of jogs my memory. Oh, the other people were literally right around the corner from a gas station. Like, literally, it would have been, like, the distance of, like, if there was a house on the corner and you had to walk around to the other, if there was a driveway at the other end of the house. Like, it was, it was, like, one property distance away from where they were on the other corner. And I'm thinking, like, okay, well, it's possible. Maybe they don't know the area. Maybe they don't know, they don't know that there's a gas station, like, right around the corner. And I'm thinking, okay, so the issue isn't that they ran out of gas. It's potentially that they don't have money to pay for the gas. So there's guy number two that I saw. And because he was right in front of the gas station, that's how I kind of realized. I was like, oh, poor guy probably doesn't have, doesn't have money for gas. And I'm still thinking about these other people and I'm driving. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm not really thinking too clearly about like oh who do I want to help it's not that I don't want to help but I'm just like in my head I'm like is this like a thing now is it is it honest because for two people to strategically break down next to gas stations one around the corner from a gas station and one literally in front of the gas station it's like I don't know their situation I don't you know maybe they're just getting gas for free you know, and getting people to get them gas and they're standing there and that's how they fill their tank. Maybe they literally ran out of gas or they're running out of gas and don't have enough money to get gas to get home. I really don't know. I don't know any answer to any of this. So I I really don't want to judge, but I'm like, this is kind of like a weird moral dilemma because I'm driving and I'm thinking and I'm like, oh yeah, I love to help people. Like, especially if somebody's recently helped me I'm like, I love to help somebody, you know, like just yesterday I was driving deliveries and this lady had, um, she had, um, a, uh, you know, she was sitting at at the gas station, like, you know, between a pump, between the pumps, kind of at the end of one and, you know, in the shade there and like reading a book. And she wasn't being, like, obnoxious or anything. She's just sitting there. But I'm like, oh, man, like, I pulled in, like, next to something and somebody's going to talk to me. And I literally don't have any cash on me. So I can't give people cash, you know. Um, it's not, I don't, ha- I don't not have it on me so I can't give it away. I just don't have it on me because I don't have it on me. And so, you know, I'm like, I have snacks in my car and I used to carry coins in my car. And I'm like, okay, my, now my little dilemma is, do I bring back my coins, my car coins, and try to use that to help people, um, you know, put a, put a couple bucks in it, and when people are in need, and I see them, and I'm, because I'm driving around all day, I see people everywhere, I mean, I'm just driving past some people right now over here on the corner of, like, Western and Torrance that are holding up signs and going car to car, I don't know, it looks like it might be some people needing support for a funeral, it might be, uh, like some kind of donation thing it might be a car wash thing I don't know they it's a couple guys that are going car to car with some signs um I see other people vending and stuff so it's kind of like you know people selling like the the flowers or little plants or like bags of like peanuts or oranges and that kind of stuff I see um waters that's a big one lately like beverages on on like the islands in the middle of like the busier streets I see that often right now and so I'm really I'm not trying to be judgmental about this I know people need money people gotta hustle 
not everybody could do Uber Eats. Like, if you don't have your registration straight, if you don't have car insurance, you know, I mean, those things are a blessing to have, you know. I don't want to sound like a jerk, and I know that, like, I'm a little hyped up, so I'm sounding a little, like, you know, my tone isn't very kind sounding. I'm not really angry at them. I mean, there's a whole system behind this that makes these patterns occur, right? So people need money. They're going to be selling stuff. They're going to be trying to like hustle, which is fine. I, I, I don't mind trying to contribute to somebody who wants to hustle, who's, who's washing your car window or pumping your gas or selling something, you know, for me, it's like, I can justify that. It's like, okay, like, even if it's not something I need or want, it's like, I don't mind trying to give people something if they're like doing something in return. It's like, okay, you're doing something to get the money and versus someone who seems like, I mean, now that I, now that I think of it, you know, now that I think of it, I'm like, cause after I saw that second guy right in front of the gas station asking people for gas, I'm like, this isn't a, oh, my car just broke down. I don't know the area or where the nearest gas station is. And I need help to get to a gas station. It's, it's, I need someone to pay for my gas. And I'm like, I need someone to pay for my gas too. Like I'm driving around all day, you know, like it would be nice if somebody wanted to like pay for my gas all the time too. Like, but I don't want to be like an asshole and be like, maybe they need it more than I do. Like, I don't know these people. They're complete strangers. And so you know, that's, that's kind of where the moral dilemma lies is, you know, am I wrong in, in, in thinking this way? You know, like, is it judgmental to not want to give money to people that seem that they're strategically asking for something? Um, I mean, I feel like it's different if your car breaks down and you're and you don't have gas versus if you can't pay for any gas. And I'm not saying I've never been in that situation. Like I've I've been in that situation before in my own history where it's like, okay, I broke down and I and I was lucky that I had like a family member or somebody to do me a solid, you know, and you know, bring me gas. Um, I think twice in my life I've run out of gas where somebody had to bring me gas when I didn't have AAA or anything like that. And it was very nice of them that they did that. And um, I was not... I, the second time I, I ran out of gas was because I was trying to get to a tutoring gig. And, you know, I used to put $10... It used to cost me $10 a day to get to and from um, my tutoring gigs and I was making $20 per gig. So it's like, if I only had one gig, I was literally only making 10 bucks. Um, and I didn't want to be late by stopping at a gas station. Cause like I lived really far. And so I was like, shoot, I, I got to get there on time. And you know, when I was leaving, I was parked on a hill, a really steep hill. You know how LA, some areas have these really steep hills. So I was parked upward on one of these really steep hills and, uh, I didn't get, um, I was parked upward on a really steep hill and I ended up 
not getting, um, I guess, like, my car wouldn't start because of the gas, you know, because of the angle it was at. Because I was, like, pretty much on empty or very, very close to empty. Uh, and so I thought there was something wrong with my car. And then I had a family member drive all the way out to, like, bring me some gas. And I was really, they did me a solid. And, you know, not everybody has people like that who can like come bring them gas or whatever um you know I never thought to like stand by the road to ask you know because I wasn't in that kind of situation yet at that point um I don't know if anybody would have even helped me if I did um and it was at it was during the other economic crash too because that's why I was tutoring I just finished grad school and I was having trouble getting a job and then finally I think I graduated in like June and finally I got a job in November I didn't get my first paycheck till January because I didn't start working till December and then yeah I got my first paycheck in January so I went almost six months without making hardly any money I had my last like bit of student loan money left over and I used some of that for a gym membership and spent the whole summer you know, going to the gym a lot and thinking, oh, like I can spend like 1500 bucks or whatever the 24 hour fitness thing was. I think it was like 1500 bucks for like a month uh, of fitness or, or like of coaching once a week or something or like a thousand a month or something. I don't know. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a job soon. Like I have a master's degree. It's going to be easy. I, I did a lot of interviewing, but I didn't get a job passed. And so uh, and I got a job when somebody told me, hey, like when my husband used to have trouble finding work, he used to tutor. And, you know, so I signed up for this no child left behind tutoring program. And that's how I was kind of paying for what I needed to pay for with my life, uh, <laughs> with my lifestyle. You know, I didn't have a pricey lifestyle, but I like to do stuff and socialize and you know go go get boba and stuff like those aren't like the smartest of decisions when you're kind of broke but it's like you know it would kind of keep my energy going too so you know I I enjoyed I you know I I didn't really enjoy that I was tutoring so far and wasn't making a lot of money but I enjoyed the process of you know at least I had a job of something that was like legit and made a lot of money or decent enough money from what I needed because I didn't have credit cards I you know I still was driving that other car that's old like I wasn't making payments on that it was paid off like I was doing decently well living at home didn't have to pay rent like so you know things were like okay enough for me to not be like oh like everything's terrible you know um but I don't know I, there's a part of me that judges I don't like that part of me, but there's a part of me that judges when I see these types of things, when there's people begging. It's like, it's like weird. It's like, I would rather, I would rather almost give money to someone who's homeless begging than someone who's with a car on the side of the road, um, begging for gas. Like, I feel like it's, I get it. We all need help with getting stuff paid for and if that works, I hope they get the gas that they need, but it's like, does someone in my position, is someone in my position obligated to fund them when I'm out here trying to, like, hustle and doing gigs and doing what I gotta do to get money? It's kind of like, 
yeah, everyone could always give a little. Like, I could give a little, but I'm, like, seeing two people in the same day within, like, 10 to 15 minutes apart from each other. And I'm just, and then my gears start turning in my head, like, oh, I don't know if they really need the money. I think that they, I I don't know if they really need the gas like that. I think that they're literally just doing this because, you know, someone's going to give them money for gas. And if they get enough people to give them a little bit of money for gas, they'll have a full tank in no time. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like a jerk for thinking this way. Maybe I am a jerk for thinking this way, you know, like, um, it's not very nice. It's not a very nice way of thinking about people, but it's like, I, I think I wouldn't have originally thought that the people, I, I wouldn't have originally, I, I wouldn't have originally come to the conclusion that the people needed, um, that the people were trying to kind of like get people to buy them gas if I hadn't seen the second guy that was right outside a gas station then I was kind of think because by that time I was like oh and okay so I'm in my area right now so that just shows how long it takes to get from Compton all the way back to my area (laughs) like we'll call it 25 minutes because I took a little while to get out of the gas station so a little over 25 minutes and that's on a Sunday afternoon with like zero traffic um, so yeah, that's kind of, it's just, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Am I, am I a jerk? Am I a jerk for not wanting to give people money? Um, you know, I don't mind, you know, I really don't mind giving, giving like homeless people, you know, a few bucks or buying them a meal. I really don't mind that. That doesn't bother me. You know, if I see someone, begging for money outside of a store, um, or something. I'm not saying I always give everybody money because out here, I mean, there's just so many people. It's so unfortunate. And that could be me. That could be any of us. So, you know, and I used to work with people who were in those situations. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, you never know. I've had friends that were in those situations. So I don't really, I, you know, I get that it's hard and, you know, it's not, um, it's not something that I am in the place to judge. Um, like I've been at in and out before and, you know, somebody asked me if I could give them, I don't know if they asked me for money or if they asked me for a burger, but I remember I got some dude, some random dude, a burger. Um, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn. I'm just saying like, it's little things. Like I don't mind, like I'm already buying a burger. Their burgers are like not even, I think for a burger and fries, I, I pay less than $7. It's cheaper than McDonald's. Um, better food too. And so I'm kind of just like, what do you, what do you do? What do you do? Do you keep on, um, like, what do you do? What do you guys think? What would you do if you, cause I literally, the first time, the first people I saw, I was like, dang, I felt so bad for them. And I I literally was like, oh, maybe they just don't know the area and they didn't know that there's a gas station like right around the corner. I didn't put two and two together. So I saw the second guy right outside a gas station. And I'm like, is this what people are doing? Is if they're near gas stations asking for pe- asking people for gas or for money for gas, saying that they're out of gas. I mean, when you if you, I'll put it this way, if you run out of gas and you already have the container 
and you are like within a block away from a gas station and you already know that you are and you have the money, you're going to go get the gas and just walk back to your car, right? I've walked far for gas before. Not really far, but um, the first time I walked, because I was driving a car that um, uh, the gauge was broken. And so I ran out of gas once and I was like, oh, I guess there's a gas station back there. So I walked, but I didn't know I ran out of gas. I thought maybe the car was out of oil. I had no idea because that car was always just like, it had so many issues. I was like, maybe it's out of oil. So I walked to the gas station, got a container of oil, walked back to the car, put the oil in. It still didn't start. Then I was like, maybe it's the gas. So I walked back to the gas station, got uh, bought a, bought one of those red containers, put, I don't know how much gas in it. And then I was tired by that point. It was hot. It was a long time ago. It was hot. And I wasn't even properly dressed because I was basically in the middle of just going to move some of my stuff out of somewhere. And so and it wasn't even a lot of stuff. I was just, you know, my car, I was like, this guy's like waiting for me to get some of my belongings. And you know, I'm like, dude, my car is kind of stalled, so I got to kind of get that fixed. I'm on my way kind of thing. Um, and so I did get there and everything and got my stuff. But, you know, it's like if you have the money, you're going to go get the gas yourself. And if you already have the container, even better, you're going to just go get the gas. It's not you're not going to, like, ask people. And if you don't have the money or if you're really far away, then you're going to ask somebody to either take you to get gas or you're going to ask somebody to help you or whatever um, with gas. And I've seen people at gas stations asking people if they could spare a few bucks for a little bit of gas. And for me, sometimes I feel like for me, that is almost better. It's almost better. Because it doesn't look like, oh, your car stalled outside of a gas station and you have a container already. Like, it, that scenario is a little different than someone in the actual, at the actual pump that knows they can't afford it or either they can't afford it or don't want to afford it. And then they're just, ask, they're asking people. And it's a dilemma because I'm like, everybody needs help. How are you going to get help if you don't ask? Um, and I'm not saying I'll never be in a position like that or that I don't know anyone who ever will be or that, you know, I'm not trying to shame people. I'm just saying like, is this like a thing now? Cause that's new. I've never seen people outside, like right outside of a gas station, like posted up asking people for gas. Like they're not even on the property and maybe the gas properties tell people you can't be here begging for gas just like at a store they tell people if you're trying to sell cookies or get people to donate to your thing or whatever you got to get the customers that are coming out like don't get people that are coming in to spend their money so maybe they're kicking people out that are asking for gas and they're like you got to move your car and you can't just like post up here asking everybody who comes in for gas because clearly the people who come into the gas station have money to pay like they're expecting to pay. Um, and so that makes sense. I feel like if somebody's out of gas or wants someone to pay for their gas, they should just sit at a gas station and somebody's going to pay for your gas, I think. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I think I'm, I feel like I'm being harsh. I feel like I'm being harsh. 
But that did kind of strike me a little strangely because at first I literally was like, oh, these poor people don't even notice. Like, I didn't even think, I didn't even put two and two together. I was like, they're literally around the corner from a gas station. Now, where they were standing, they probably couldn't have seen it because they were like a little up, like, like, you know, where the, where the right turn lane starts. And so they were like, you know, probably like, I don't know, like 40 feet away from the turn so, like, you can't, like, literally see around the corner in, like, one property's distance away, um, you know, and know that there's going to be a gas station. But, you know, we all have smartphones these days, too. Like, I doubt none of them, I doubt that none of the three of them had a charged phone where they could look and see that there, that was the closest gas station. So, it's just things like that. I'm like, I don't know. And then, to top it off, um, all right, let me pause this for now, and then I'll come right back. Thank you.